Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me again today on this chapter day journey. We're in Ruth 3, and it was verse 11 that resonated with me. Boaz is speaking to Ruth, and he says, And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all you ask. All the people of my town know that you are a woman of noble character. Today's podcast is entitled, Proven Character. At the suggestion of a friend, Wendy and I have been listening to the podcast, The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, which chronicles the story of a megachurch in Seattle that became one of the largest and most influential churches in America. And then it just disappeared almost overnight. In telling the story of Mars Hill, the podcast also shares a larger story about the history of megachurches in America and their pastors, including Willow Creek in Chicago, where I attended regularly during my college years. One of the fascinating common themes of these stories is that of the talented, charismatic pastors who rose to positions of incredible prominence, even celebrity status, then had their own very personal and public descent into scandal. The stories reveal a pattern. Very talented, charismatic young men who rocketed into positions of power and leadership in their 20s and 30s, arguably before their characters were fully formed through the process of experience. And these were churches that they themselves started. So the systems that grew up around them protected them and allowed them to fire, threaten, minimize, harass, shame, or marginalize anyone within the system who they didn't trust or deemed personally disloyal. One said it plainly, quote, we value loyalty over honesty, end quote. In today's chapter, we find Ruth, the widowed foreigner, boldly taking the initiative with Boaz. With suggestions and instructions from her mother-in-law, Naomi, Ruth dresses herself up in her best outfit, puts on her best perfume, And after Boaz has feasted and made merry with his servants in celebration of the harvest, he goes with the other men to sleep by the grain pile to protect it from robbers. Ruth uncovers the feet of Boaz and lies next to him. When he wakes up and asks who's lying there, Ruth asks him to, quote, spread your garment over me, end quote, which was a request for Boaz to marry her in fulfillment of his obligation as the guardian redeemer in those times. Similar customs, by the way, are still practiced in some of the Middle East cultures today. Boaz, whom the author has already established as a man of faith and good character, then observes that Ruth has proven herself to be a woman of noble character, and everyone in the community sees it and knows it. Now, what's interesting is that that Hebrew word for noble character is the same that is used in this famous passage of Proverbs 31, which describes an ideal godly woman. The phrase is only used three times in the entire Old Testament, Ruth 3.11, Proverbs 31.10, and Proverbs 12.4. Boaz then tells Ruth that there is a potential glitch in the matrix. See, there's an unnamed kinsman redeemer who is actually closer in relationship, and Boaz must defer if the closer relative wishes to redeem Ruth and marry her. He vows to settle the issue immediately and sends Ruth back to Naomi with a gift of more grain. Now, one of the themes of this tender story 
is that each of the main characters behave with proven character. Naomi, in her emptiness, tries to do right by her daughters-in-law and send them back to their people to find other husbands. Ruth does right by Naomi and behaves honorably, so much so that the entire community sees her as a woman of noble character, despite being a foreigner and a widow. Boaz is a man of faith and kindness and generosity, and he handles Ruth's bold request honestly and honorably. So in the quiet this morning, I'm reminded of Paul's words to the believers in Rome who were facing persecution. He said, quote, We also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope, end quote. See, there's a spiritual maturation process that happens in facing trials and difficulties and suffering in life. Character is not a spiritual gift, nor is it cheaply acquired. Character is developed by walking through the valleys on this life journey, persevering, pressing on, learning the harsh lessons of experience. Boaz is not a young man, neither is Naomi. Naomi and Ruth are walking through a long, dark valley on life's road. Each of them is a person of genuine and proven character. Which brings me back to the rise and fall of Mars Hill and the observation it makes regarding the character issues of these young pastors who found themselves in positions of prominence and power relatively early in their life journey before experience and trial and perseverance and wisdom could fully develop character, which then led to tragic ends. Now, I confess that as a young man, I admired and was envious of some of these individuals and their success. Looking back from my current waypoint on life's road, there is no doubt in my mind that had I been in their shoes, I would have met a similar scandalous crash and burn. Believe me, I had to experience my own character honing failures and mistakes and tragedies in those years. I just didn't have millions of people watching. And for that, I am grateful. There, but for the grace of God. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow, and we'll finish up the story of Ruth.